Welcome to the Wisdom Coalition podcast designed to show you how to propel your mindset so you can find more joy in every aspect of your life. Thank you for joining us as we share teachings from positive psychology and wisdom from health and wellness experts to help you flourish and thrive in life. If cultivating an inner world of peace is what you're interested in, you are in the right place. Special thanks to WFMZ-TV. I'm Nancy Wirtin. And I'm Kim Howie. Today's episode is brought to you by Perfect Six Marketing. Perfect Six Marketing is a trustworthy marketing extension of your business, bringing your brand to the world. For more information, go to PerfectSixMarketing.com. Well, do you remember the first time someone called you ma'am? <laughs> How horrifying it was. Like one day you're walking around, you're thinking you're all that, and then some young hottie drops a ma'am on you. <laughs> you're like, what the heck? You are so <laughs> funny. Well, you know, I've got to thinking, like, it's kind of like the opposite effect of, like, when you get carded at a bar and suddenly you feel young again. You're like, you're like oh, you want to make sure I'm at least 21? <laughs> Okay, let me show you my ID. Well, and like the first time you hear it, you're like all outraged, but then you start to get used to it. And then you, then suddenly like someone doesn't ma'am you and you're like, wait a minute, where's my ma'am? Where are your manners? I am a ma'am. I guess it's better than like, hey, old lady. Yeah, 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 it's a lot better than that. That's Well, I mention this because have you ever had an interaction with someone ma'aming you or otherwise? You hear their words, but something seems off about the the believability of what they're saying. Oh, you know how that happens, right? They're yeah. saying the right words, but mm-hmm. you're not connecting it. You don't believe it. You don't dial it in. Mm. Well, that's a loaded question, you know. And and <laughs> as you're saying it, I'm thinking to myself, well, I think a lot of times too. Like I'm always saying, especially to my husband, it's like it's not what you said; it's how you said it. Uh, <laughs> you know? yeah. So I think there's some of that too, like the tone. But I know that that's not exactly what you're getting at. Well, and I, I bring this up because I read this fascinating book uh, that we're going to talk about today. It's called Brain Talk. It's by Dr. David Schnarch, who he unfortunately passed away in 2020, but he was an award-winning clinical psychologist. He's written several books. And um, in his lifetime, he did a lot of his own research, uh, developed his own innovative theories, and was recognized by many organizations, including the American Psychological Association. So his, I just want to dig into this book a little bit because, you know, you might think, well, what does this have to do with mindset or finding joy? But what it does is it's this, these ideas help, I think, can help us understand ourselves and each other mm-hmm. a little bit better. Yeah. Well, and so you, of course, have filled me in on the book, but you said basically, you know, brain talk is about the brain's ability to make a mental map Mm. of another person's mind, which is, you know, really amazing. Really, really cool. I, I, you know, and when I started reading this, I just was, I was like, wait a minute, what? But then I started thinking about it. So you were constantly trying to figure out what other people are thinking. Mm -hmm. And what do we do? We watch their faces. Mm -hmm. But we are actually, according to Dr. Schnarch, uh, we're, we're actually mapping their minds. And he goes into a lot of the, um, the very scientific data, um, and this has been proven by other researchers as well, as to how our minds actually do this. And, you know, we're not going to get into that because you saw it's a big book. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, and, of course, you know, why would we do that? And instinctually it was to keep us safe. And even now we do that. Like, is he mad? What does mm-hmm. she think? Right? Mm-hmm. And so this ability that we have without even knowing it that we do all the time, it impacts our relationships at work, at the grocery store. Because, you know, I'm, I'm mapping you. What does she think? I've been doing it. I do it. And I was realizing this. Because we did a podcast before this, I'm watching your face. 
I'm watching your face to see how you're reacting to what's being said by the guests to see, you know, uh, you know, are you mm-hmm. tuned, you know, are you, are you wanting me to speak next? Right. We are, we're yeah. mapping each other the entire podcast. Yeah. So it's like oh. when you start thinking about it, we're doing it all the time. And he writes in the book, how you think and feel what you desire, what you refuse to see in yourself and others. All this and more dramatically impacts those around you for better and for worse. So what he's saying mm. is this mind mapping I'm doing with you is impacting not only what I think, but how you feel. Because now mm. I'm mapping you and I'm having a reaction to what I'm thinking. So now I'm emitting something that you're mapping. <laughs> so oh, it's all a, a, a big loop. So yeah, that intertwined. It inter- it's intertwined. And we mm. are all doing it all the time which has a huge impact on the way we see ourselves in the world and the way others see us. You know, that's, oh, now you kind of freaked me out when you said that you were what, because you know how sometimes like, <laughs> don't be looking thinking, at me. <laughs> well, yeah, there's, there's that. But there's, there's also the like, you know, you're really thinking about something completely different, right? Like your mind is somewhere else, right? <clears throat> yeah. So I'm thinking like, oh, darn, I forgot to switch the laundry from the wash to the dryer. Yeah. But you think I'm reacting to something you've just said. And right? that's how misunderstandings <laughs> yeah. happen. Right. Because now I'm mapping your brain. Right. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking, Mm -hmm. I'm thinking. Or how many times have I I know, you know, with somebody that I care about, like, are are you mad at me? What? Why would I be mad at you? I don't know. I just feel because it's something about their face. Mm. Mm. That's so interesting. Well, I know that you shared that in the book, he says that, you know, babies as young as six months old begin to exhibit groundwork for, for this mind mapping. Right. And then by the time they're four years old, they're constantly mapping their parents, which Mm -hmm. is a little terrifying. (laughs) And then he says by six, they can tell when their parents are lying. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And he also talks about how people can develop mind masking abilities. So, of course, Mm -hmm. and again, we may not really understand that we're doing this intentionally. But now I (laughs) how many times have we done this? You know, what's the matter? Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) So we are that's a simple um, example of it. But we're we're masking our feelings, masking Mm -hmm. our minds sometimes. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting, right, because I, I can think of, you know, specific people who are really good at just like not, mm-hmm. you know, not giving anything away with mm-hmm. their facial expressions, you mm-hmm. know, and, and research shows that, you know, typical, or, you know, typical face has 42 muscles, which is mm. a lot when you think about muscles, yes, right? And, it is. you know, what we do with those muscles is, is unedited and involuntary, <laughs> which I thought, wow, that's kind of crazy. Uh-huh. <laughs> I wouldn't have uh-huh. thought that, you know, mm-hmm. really that it was involuntary and unedited, but basically that our faces give away what's, you know, on our minds, which is kind of scary, right? Mm -hmm. Without us knowing it, I think, you know, I think that's the part that, you know, because I know, and I, you and I have talked about this, I'm trying to think if I've ever shared it on a podcast, but, you know, when we did the television show a while back, I was so freaked out by seeing myself on camera. Like I, I hated that experience because I was like, I didn't know what facial expressions I made on a regular basis when I was yeah. talking yeah. and see, cause you know, you look at yourself in the mirror, you put on your makeup, you do your hair and then you walk away and you go out right. and live your life. Like you're not constantly seeing what you look like when you speak and when you react to certain things. And you know, that experience of being aware of those mm-hmm. expressions can, you know, it freaked me out. I don't know. No, you're right. And, but that's what he means by it's unedited and involuntary. Yeah, I know. And he showed, I, I watched a, um, I watched a video that he, a video talk that he, uh, gave and he said that he showed pictures of um, 
healthcare workers in the height of the pandemic. And you remember those pictures? Yeah. We could see by their faces mm-hmm. what they felt. Yeah. Just one still image, you mm-hmm. know, let us know. So you can imagine the landmines that all this can lead to. People who are able to mask their minds, you know, mm-hmm. when you're masking your own mind, um, you know, and he says our minds impact others and the other way around. Mm-hmm. And it's complicated enough in ordinary relationships. But he does a lot of talking about um, when relationships are more difficult and challenging and especially trauma which mm-hmm. was, was very interesting in helping us to understand ourselves better. So he writes, Growing up in an unstable environment with little or bad parenting often produces excellent mind mappers. Mm-hmm. He explains that children are constantly scanning their parents to figure out when's dad going to explode, for example, or when is mom going to go on a bender, oh, right? They're, they're yeah. able to just be constantly observing and waiting for these subtle cues. Mm. Oh my gosh, that's incredible. And you know, that's actually an example of this emerging brain science yeah. of, you know, interpersonal neurobiology, which is, you know, basically mm. the study of how interacting with other people affects our brain. Yeah. That's crazy. And you know, the book explores a lot of this darker aspect of mind mapping, like traumatic mind mapping. It's something he calls antisocial empathy. And we're just gonna get into this a little bit. Um because I think it's really important. So traumatic mind mapping occurs when you're mapping someone else's mind and that is leaving your own brain mind traumatized. And he means that like in a traumatic situation, you're mind mapping somebody else, you know? Mm. And what you see is so upsetting that it traumatizes you and physically impacts you. Now, I'm sure we, we know we've all heard of people who have gone through trauma and they say, I can't remember. I can't remember this or that. I can't remember the details. I can't remember what happened from here to there. And he says that's part of that our brain actually shuts down. Mm. Um, he calls it spaghetti brain. And he says it, mm. it, it often involves a trauma that is happening with somebody from your family of origin, for example, an important person to you. Mm. So he says it's sort of about this realization that the person that hurt you also had mind mapping abilities. Right. So Mm -hmm. if you have mind mapping abilities and while someone's traumatizing you, you're mapping their mind, you're thinking, what are they thinking? Mm. And they must be able to tell what you're thinking. So if you Mm. are, Mm. if this is a person you care about, they're hurting you and you see something on their face like they're enjoying it, like Mm. they're angry, like they're whatever it is that you see on their face, it's sometimes so devastating to you that you just shut down portions of your brain Mm. literally shut them down and again he calls that spaghetti brain and you know i thought that was just you know and of course then that leads to all kinds of difficulties throughout the rest of your life because now your response to stress is to shut down Mm. your brain (laughs) and he again walked all through the scientific way that this is happening in your brain But he also said it gives people who are in abusive situations, it gives the abuser so much power because he said, this is a quote, it doesn't take much for abusers to re-traumatize their victims. All it takes is a secretive smile in the midst of a crowd of people. Oh, God. I know. I know. It's, it's, oh, it it was, it was Mm. really, I was just, oh, and, and to just really understand this idea of, you know, of, of seeing something during trauma that's so awful that you got to shut down your own brain. And he, in the book, also says that many times when people are traumatized by people they don't know, mm. 
it doesn't have as long lasting of an, of an effect as when it's mm. someone they know, because then they've gone through this traumatic mind mapping where they've seen something in this person this you know, that's vile and evil and disgusting. And it just shut them down. Oh, right. And, you know, thinking through what that is like on the other side, right? So you know that you're being hurt and your face, your facial expressions are that of pain. Right. And that person is looking at your facial expressions, recognizing that you're in pain, but yet continuing to do what they're doing, knowing they're causing pain right. to you. And so with that being someone that you love or care about right. or should love or care about you, that's so you can see where that would have such a longer lasting mm. impact on your brain yeah. than a stranger that yeah. maybe you'll never see again or you don't have a connection to. Yeah. You know, that isn't supposed to be loving. And he spent a big part of the book uh, really talking about how you can resolve this traumatic mind mapping, you know, what the effects are as an adult, right? Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, physical symptoms, it's these blackout periods in your, it's, it's, it's shutting down in normal, healthy relationships, all kinds of things. And then to your point, he talks about, you know, how can you then recover from this as an adult? And what he has people do is really kind of, um, relive the trauma, but force themselves to look at what they saw. Not relive the trauma. It, I shouldn't, you know, like kind of in their minds, you know, go, let's go back there. Let's kind of recreate the scene. Let's kind of try to remember what you saw. Hmm. And so then tell me how that is helpful. In because terms of the then mind mapping. I get it, it. According to him, then you're able to take steps as the adult that you are now or as the person that you are now who's not in that traumatic moment anymore to either um, make some kind of an impact on your antagonist or to take steps to become a more healed person with the knowledge of what actually happened mm. you know with the knowledge of what you actually felt what you actually saw what that person actually felt instead of this blockage you know, mm. this thing happened, but I can't remember this and I can't remember that. And I don't know what, what the, you know, it's more of like mm. a knowledge seeking so that you can mm. then face the truth and, and deal with whatever that truth is in whatever. And he lays out several ways. But I thought that was just a really interesting uh, explanation of, of what could happen to people who've been through a trauma. Yeah. Well, I have to say, as you're talking, I just... I'm feeling all over my body, all this sort of like tension. If you see me like rubbing my I'm neck sorry. and I'm like, oh my gosh, this feels so intense. I'm sorry. Like just the whole, that whole idea, you know, because yeah. I mean, I'm not doing it personally for me, but I'm just thinking through what that might be like yeah. for someone who has had a situation like that to then go back. And I, I guess I'm curious if, if part of what he's saying is to sort of uh, apply for lack of a better word, the generous assumption, you know, that Brene Brown talks about that, you know, maybe these people were abused in no, their life. No, he's not saying he's that. He's not saying that. Okay. He's saying that a lot of times what many times people think, people, especially if it's in their family of origin, they may say, well, he didn't realize. Mm -hmm. Well, it wasn't that bad. And mm -hmm. what he's trying to help people understand is like, okay, this thing happened. He was mopping you. You were upset. He chose to ignore it. Mm. That's what you need 
to figure that that's what you need to face he didn't know what he was doing yeah he did like that's kind mm-hmm. of what he like the opposite of what i just said yeah <laughs> yeah yeah. Hmm. yeah no it's more of like an ugly truth yeah. rather than a general generous assumption hmm. but he obviously you know wants you know, people should do this with a therapist. Yeah. And this is the um, system that he developed for folks. And, and he explains in the booklet, he had a, just a group of people that he could only get to po- a certain point. And he mm-hmm. wanted to understand what that was. You know, a certain number of people who'd been through trauma were coming to him. He couldn't get them any farther than here. Mm-hmm. And um, so he started doing all this research into this traumatic mind mapping. And then when he started using this technique, he was able to get them farther. Mm. Okay. Well, wow. that's fascinating. Now, mm-hmm. to get your skin all nice again. I know. I'm like, oh, I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm not feeling better. I'm feeling like that's... that. So, so that hard. was, you know, the, 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 the big part of the book was just to understand mind mapping. And then, uh, and 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 the um, the difficulties that can come up by you, uh, by, by people that are mind masking, anti antisocial people that are going to mm-hmm. look for your weak spots by watching your face, all that kind of stuff. Then he went through the traumatic mind mapping, how to recover from that. But then he talked about, and you'll like this <laughs> okay, part. Good. I'm waiting for the know. good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that you can also use your mind mapping to have a positive influence on people. Okay, let's talk and, about that. <laughs> and I've been trying this. It's really interesting. It is so interesting. So I've been trying this. Like when I'm walking through the grocery store and I make eye contact with somebody, I'm just smiling or having a smile on my face. And and I was with my husband the other day. He's like, why is everybody saying hello to you? <laughs> That's so funny. I'm like, because I'm trying out mind, mask, mind mapping. But because I was like, holy cow, if this doesn't work. And that's a simple thing. That's a really simple thing. Yeah. And obvious, but you don't really think about it that way. Yeah. And to the point where it's made such a difference that my husband noticed. Yeah. Noticed. Oh, I love that. Well, and it's funny because we talked about this, you know, during some of the podcasts that we had done, you know, during and the pandemic with the mask, you know, when we yes. were wearing masks <laughs> for safety and how hard that was, you know, to not be able to smile at people and not um, be able to feel other people smiling at us. So I do love that. And, yeah. and, and you're right. You know, I think intentionally thinking about, you know, what you're wearing on your face. You know, we put yes. a lot of thought into what we're putting on our bodies, mm-hmm. but we don't think about our facial expressions. I think that that's a great way to, you know, help others map us positively. Right? Well, and he does a lot of couples therapy and he also says you have to be vulnerable enough to let your spouse map you. <laughs> accurately right without mm. hiding your feelings there was another there was a quote in here that i love this too <laughs> brain science says that um other people can often see you better than you see yourself <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh yeah and 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 but but i think that's really interesting and that and mm. his whole point of that you have to be vulnerable enough to allow your true self to come through so so he's saying like you know don't mask yourself for your partner. Mm. Don't hide those parts of you that need love and care. And mm. you might like this too, and maybe I shouldn't get into this in the podcast, but he has a whole other book about mind masking and how that impacts your intimate life and how to make it better through mind masking and understanding mind masking. So there you go. Uh-huh. See, you mean, you, mean, you mean not mind masking? <laughs> yeah. Right. Like he okay. he's talks about, um, mm-hmm. I haven't read, but he talked about that other book in this one, where you can create whole new levels of intimacy by being vulnerable enough to allow 
your partner to fully mask you or uh, fully uh, map you and to be mapping them. Okay, sounds like a whole nother podcast. <laughs> well, I just want to throw some positives at you because I know you like those better than the negatives. I know. Okay, I'm try- starting to relax. Phew. That was intense. I thought it was fascinating. I thought it was really good. I think it's fascinating that you read a book that big. It's a big book. <laughs> Holy moly. Wait, let me just tell you how many pages this book is. I'm like, I, that, well, a, lot of it alone. The, a lot of the back of it is, well, there's a lot of like sources cited stuff, but yeah, it's 500 pages. Yeah. It just, it looks overwhelming. You know, just no, it wasn't. <laughs> it was very good. It was, it was very interesting. And um, it was just a lot to think about. Well, I like that you boiled it down for me. <laughs> Yeah, I saved you from having to read a 500-page right. book. Yeah, it's awesome. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> All right. it. All I appreciate right. you. <laughs> and I can see that on your face. That's right. Do you see it with my smile? How much <laughs> I appreciate you? <laughs> yes, I do. Well, that's all we have time for. Thank you to our sponsor, Perfect Six Marketing, a trustworthy marketing extension of your business, bringing your brand to the world. For more information, go to perfectsixmarketing.com. And until next time, remember, stay connected to your why, feel your core energy with joy, and live your life from the inside out. Thanks for listening. We hope you find some joy today.